0: Hey everyone, this is Annie Weiss, host of You Gotta Finish That. Today, we're following up with our Tough Mudder Nashville crew. We talked with these guys a couple months ago as they were training for the event, which took place June 25th and 26th. Tough Mudder is a challenging event even for experienced participants, but for a rookie, it can be quite intimidating. There's a 15K with 30 obstacles, and the 5K has 13 obstacles. Our rookie competitor, Dave Stern, was a bit apprehensive when we spoke with him in April. But event veteran Rachel George and race director Everett Sears were encouraging and helpful with training tips and advice. So was there help enough to get Dave through the 15K event? We're about to find out. Dave, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good, good. How did it go? Tell us all about the event. Did you finish? I did. I did. I did the
1: 15K on Saturday, and then I liked it so much or was uh, insane enough, I should say, <laughs> to do the 5K on Sunday.
0: No way. Um,
1: yeah, almost killed myself doing it, but yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so so you, you said you liked the 15K that much. What about it? It was
1: just something, I don't know, just something about getting out there and doing something I'd never done before. The activity of it, the, you know, the, the running, the walking, the, the obstacle, all of it, just all of it was just something, there was just something about it that, that called to me, I guess, for lack of a, of a explanation.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. So you finished the 15 K and it was such a blast. You came back the next day and was the 5 K just as awesome as the 15 K? It was. I mean,
1: honestly, um, by the end of the 5K, I was pretty dead. Um, <laughs> yep. my, my legs were hurting. I was exhausted. Uh, I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But, um, but yeah, it it was. I mean, if I if I had to do it over again, I would again do do both. Um, I would have to say that I actually enjoyed the 15K more, um, only because I like the extra distance there. There's something about that extra distance. Oh when i'm not you know hurting
0: (laughs) yeah right right Um,
1: but like if i'm out there fresh and whatnot then i would choose a longer distance i think every time
0: wow did you mind the obstacles they were difficult
1: there were a few that were incredibly challenging um to get done but i mean i wouldn't say i minded them necessarily they were just i would say intimidating
0: yeah intimidating they were an obstacle you had to get around Exactly. Right, exactly. So now, Rachel, were you there the whole time? Were you, were you alongside Dave or what was your perspective?
2: I was. I actually, uh, had planned on only doing the 15K. Uh,
0: <laughs> so and you so, too also did the 5K. Um, yeah,
2: so I also did the 5K, which was fun. Um, I hadn't done like I've done the 5K a while in the past. So it was the first time I had been back out on a 5K course for Tough Mudder. Um, and it was great to see how the course was laid out, how they, the obstacles that they incorporated into that, as well as the 15 K, um, and Dave did fantastic, um, attempted every obstacle, um, including, um, after like having hurt himself on course, like continued through and pushed himself through each one. So,
0: wow. That's incredible. I was really proud.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Now, did you guys start together? Were you at the start line together? We were. So, um, For me, my goal was just I wanted to make sure he got through um, the 15K and then the 5K. Um, But I, anytime I'm running with first timers or if I find one on course, um, I always like to stay with them. Make sure that they are I'm there if they have any questions, if they have any apprehension or anxiety about it, um, just so they have somebody there to walk them through the obstacles, but also be there for moral support. So you I weren't get some nervous. Pictures of
0: them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's the important part.
2: Were you nervous at the start? I do get. I still get nervous at the start of these. Okay. Um, even after all of these events, I still get nervous just because I don't know what to expect. Uh, course wise, terrain wise, things like that. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I walked out of this. I've run um, the Nashville course several times, and every year that I do it. I love how they incorporate the different aspects of the terrain out there. It is a gorgeous course. Um, so I always have that apprehension and that fear, and I still, even after doing all of these, I have that fear of: Am I going to be able to
0: actually complete the event? Um, which I did. Uh, that's but, awesome. No, yeah. that's great. So, so Dave and Rachel. Which one of you decided to do the 5K first? Was it during the race? Did you look at each other? Were you on a certain obstacle and said, "Oh, we got to come back tomorrow"? Or had you both already crossed the finish line?
1: Oh, that. Was um, nice. <laughs> I, it was it, it. was all me. I, okay. I, I will claim insanity on that. But honestly, I I wanted to do just the entire experience was something that I never did before, and I really. Wanted to push myself. Frankly, I wanted to be proud of myself. And I decided while I was in there, I was like, you know what? Doing one is great. And I will have so much pride just by crossing the finish line this time. But what if? What if I can duplicate this? And I did. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I went on the next day and I did it.
2: I actually have a picture of him, um, right about the time that he decided and announced to me that we were gonna do the 15k <laughs> the next day. Um,
0: That's amazing. Or the 5k,
2: I'm sorry, the next day. Yeah. Um, but,
0: That's it so was cool.
2: right after the first obstacle. Um, he made, like, he's got this huge grin on his face. He had just, uh, he had gotten through quagmire and I grabbed a picture of him as he's going.
0: We're
2: doing this tomorrow. <laughs> like, I oh my do this. Gosh. I want to do all of them <laughs>
0: so. after one obstacle. That's amazing. I love it. Ever do you have people do this often, where they sign up for the fifty k and then it's so amazing they they come back the next day?
3: I think we have a, a large part of the the regular Tough Mudder community that come back and do the the Saturday and the Sunday again. Um, Really depends. A lot of people travel out large distances for these events as well. So if you've made the trip across the country, why not come back and do it both days? So it's pretty common. Um, definitely de- depends. Uh, if it's one of our mountain courses and there's a ton of elevation, it's pretty hard to, to get up the next day and, and convince your legs that it's a good idea again. <laughs> definitely, definitely a common thing for us.
0: Did you see Dave or Rachel at the finish line at all?
3: Unfortunately, my day was very, very consumed with the race operations. I was on site from four forty-five in the morning till the the last people left on on the uh, the Saturday and the Sunday. So I, I didn't get a chance to see them, but I'm I saw some photos and I'm very happy for them. That's oh, for sure.
0: Totally, totally. It's a very stressful job for sure as an RD. Um, Dave, question about your training. Did the advice from Everett and Rachel help? Was your training adequate?
1: Yes, it, it was. Um. I, I wasn't sure it was going to be, um, just but that wasn't on, on them or anything that they told me. It was just my own anxieties. Um, I wasn't sure that it was going to be, but it, it turned out it most definitely was. Um, it's just a lot of what I had trouble with was just mentally psyching myself up to actually get there. Um, yes, after the first obstacle, I made the decision to, to do it again the next day. <laughs> but the, while I was going to the event, I, up until, I, I'm not going to lie, I kept second guessing whether or not I, I could do it, whether or not I could even get to the start line, let alone the finish line. Um, so a, a lot of what I was having the most trouble as far as preparing goes was, was the, the mentality of it of knowing what I was getting myself into um, and dealing with my anxieties and, and stuff like that. But as far as the physical training of it, I mean, yeah. I mean, aside from being exhausted and aside from, you know, regular leg pain, which for me is pretty common as it is, um, sure. after something like after anything I do exercise wise, um, Aside from that, I wasn't really in any significant pain, aside from the fact that I did sprain my wrist, uh, early on in the, the first day, um, which is not as fun of a story as it sounds. I basically was trying to get down to do an obstacle and I slipped in the mud and caught myself wrong on my hand. And the rest, as they say, is history. But, um, even during, even with that going on, you know, I, I made the decision to keep going. Um, but to go back to your question, yes, the training, the physical training was, was enough.
0: Was totally enough. Sure.
1: 100%. Yeah, totally.
0: Now, and what, what role did Rachel play in that with your training? Were you guys training together the whole time?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we, most of when we were training was, was together. I, I think I may have done some, some jogging on my own, but we jogged together, things like that. It was just, it, it's mainly just exercising. Um, mm-hmm. and we did a lot of that stuff together.
0: Rachel, how are you able to impact Dave's performance, especially as he talks about anxiety, performance anxiety, even before getting to the start line? Did that come up at all in training?
2: It did. Um, just honestly, a lot of that was mental um, discuss and my own fears and anxieties, remembering my first event, um, and be, being able to kind of explain those things to him and talk to him about those really did, um, I I think helped both of us. But when we were out on course, knowing what he was feeling ahead of time really helped. So that way, when we got to certain obstacles, he knew what to expect, um, we went through, we looked at pictures, we watched videos. Um, That way he was prepared for what the obstacles were. Even if he may not have necessarily been known exactly how to do them, things like that. We had an idea going into it. Um, So he wasn't completely blind going in. Um, So I hope I helped with
1: that. (laughs) Dave was Rachel helpful helped made it worse I mean I've (laughs) whatever no yes um, (laughs) of course right 100% was um, was incredibly helpful Um, I could not have asked for someone better to help get me through the first time
0: so I can imagine the start line certainly Rachel you mentioned it and Dave I'm gonna throw it out there that the start line was probably you you were quite nervous I would imagine Um, how did it feel Dave to cross that finish line
1: like nothing I'd ever experienced before. Um, I can say that honestly um, it's it's a feeling of of pride in doing something like that that you had never done. I always dreamed of doing even just a regular 5k out in in a city um, I, I never had um, so to to actually you know, make the jump from wanting to do a 5K to actually doing a 15K mm-hmm. and not just a, a race, but to do it with obstacles and to do it on a course as opposed to on the streets. It's to, – to complete that as opposed to a regular 5K that I was dreaming of is just – it's a feeling that I can't even explain beyond just a sense of accomplishment
0: and pride. That's incredible. I mean, Rachel, you, you've done this quite often. Do you get that same feeling when you finish still or is it different?
1: Um,
2: I think it's different. There's just, I still get that sense of pride and accomplishment. Um, but as not to sound super cliche, but that first time you do something, anytime it's your first time, it's, there's so much pride and so much joy and a feeling of accomplishment. I know for Dave, like he said, like his goal had been to do a 5K and to see him go out and to finish a 15K, there's nothing quite like that and like that sense of accomplishment. Being unsure if you can complete a 5K and then crossing that finish line, running through under those like big blow up arches (laughs) and having somebody there putting a headband on your head because you finished for that. There are very few things like
0: it. That's so, so cool. I'm so happy.
2: I get that same sense, but
0: yeah. Yeah. It's different, maybe. It is. After after you've done it for a while. Absolutely. Dave, what were your expectations going into the 15K and then, I guess, subsequently the 5K, and did you meet those expectations?
1: Um, honestly, my my expectations were, honestly, just to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I, I really had the expectation for was to finish, and honestly, to uh, at least attempt every obstacle, regardless of whether or not I I, I completed every obstacle. Um, my expectations were simply to get on course, try everything, and do what I could do, basically do my absolute best, um, and I I did that. Um, as far as the 5K goes, my expectation was to be in pain. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I succeeded in that. Which too. you succeeded, um, okay. Excellent. <laughs> 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 no, um, honestly, the expectations were basically the same. Just get out there, sure. get on course, and to finish.
0: Excellent. Now, Rachel, did you have the same expectations? Uh, to to attempt every obstacle? Did you do all the obstacles? Uh, what did your expectations look like?
2: Personally, my expectations for this course were to see him reach his goals. Um, to attempt the obstacles, I know that there are certain obstacles that I cannot do. Um, mm-hmm. Funky Monkey is the bane of my existence.
0: <laughs> Remember <laughs> that, yes.
2: <laughs> that said, that lovely pool of water underneath it feels great as hot as it was in Nashville that day. Um, but my goal, this event was to go out to make sure that Dave hit his goals, um, to help him achieve every obstacle, to make sure this was something that he walked out without a s- sense of accomplishment. To see him walk out with knowing that he left everything he had on course and walk away with that sense of pride, that sense of accomplishment, that knowledge that he pushed himself to his, to the limits he thought he had and then passed them. Um, I saw him do things that I knew were terrifying for him. Um, one of them was going up on an attempting Mutterhorn. Um, he got there with a sprained wrist, um, was in an excruciating amount of pain, um, wasn't really able to use his wrist at all That at that point. We hadn't had a braced or anything at all, um, and still went on and at least attempted that obstacle. Um, there were some great uh, first-time people there as well as a couple of um, ambassadors and legionnaires there that did help. Um, and seeing the fact that he did... Attempt that obstacle, but then on other obstacles where he had those same fears, where he was able to kind of abbreviate, or not abbreviate, but, um, accommodate his arm in such a way where he could still ac- accomplish that obstacle. Um, Ladder to Hell was one where he didn't even really think like, and I knew that was one that he, like, when he saw it was very intimidated by it. And he ran right up to it, went over it, um, got a great video of him doing that. Um, And seeing him go in and knowing the fears that he had, he accomplished all of those things. Um, Even if he wasn't able to necessarily complete every obstacle, he attempted every obstacle. Um, Which was my goal, is to see him do that and to help him get to that point, to be there as... A guide to assist him in that and help him reach his goals.
0: That has to just feel so good as a friend and a training partner to, to see that person do that has got to just be so, so rewarding for you. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, Everett, I want to circle. Always. Yeah. I want to circle back to you, Everett, and, and talk to you about, um, rookies finishing. Do most of them finish the 15 K and the 5 K?
3: Yeah, so I, I think it's it's mostly to do with how our, our product is that it's not timed. It's all about teamwork, um, and with that, if you want to go out there and you know you don't have the fitness to run the 15ks, but you want to walk large portions of it, you know you have the ability to do that. If you are lacking the upper body strength to get up over a wall, you have other people around you to help you out doing it. So it's all about getting yourself and getting others around you across that finish line. And I think that definitely helps with the people going into this, not really knowing what to expect. Uh, We definitely still have the people that have trained, you know, every day of their lives and they're going out there trying to run it as fast as they can. But for those that are going in a little more cautiously or from a lower fitness base, uh, the way that, You know, our our course is designed and the way that the people are out on course, it definitely helps um, get as many people across the finish line as possible.
0: Awesome. That's so cool that you, you know, you have an event where all are welcome and that people help each other. You know, I mean, that's the whole point behind all of this, right, is community. So very, very cool. Um, Dave, are you planning any future events? Uh,
1: Yes. Um, I, I definitely would like to do it again. I don't know when or what ones I'll do. Um, I I would love to, to go out and travel to one of them to, in a terrain that I'm not familiar with, just to see if I can accomplish that as well. Um, so yeah, I would say that I, I definitely am willing to, to do it again. I, I would love to, actually.
0: Do you think that you'd recommend Tough Mudder to other rookies or people in your shoes or previous shoes who had never done this before?
1: Um, yes. I for someone that has never done anything like this before it's it's intimidating and mm-hmm. it it is a challenge um if they feel up to it and they think that they can actually do it then yeah I 100% would recommend it um it's a great feeling of accomplishment the people you meet on the course are incredibly friendly they are willing to help you even though they they've never met you so with even with your anxieties about whether or not you can do it you have people there helping you through, so I would say yes. I would definitely recommend it. Um, there's, I, I'm apprehensive about that because this is not something that you necessarily go into lightly. It's it takes a lot of thought before wanting to get out there on course. Um, so while I would recommend it, I also have the hesitancy of. Making sure that I want, to, I, before I recommend it, I want to make sure that someone knows what they're getting into, if, the, if that makes sense. For um, sure. Because it is, it's, it's a fantastic event and it's, it's one that I greatly enjoyed and cannot wait to do again. But at the same time, I know the fear, I know the panic, I know the anxiety that comes with wanting to start and wanting to do it.
0: Absolutely. Rachel, what advice would you give to Dave moving forward? Honestly, the biggest
2: piece of advice that I could give him is keep training. Um, take this event, see what things you struggled with, and focus your training into those. Um, and go out and sign up for the other events. Sign up, aim for the larger events if you want, or keep if the 15K is where your heart is, stay there. Um, but I think you definitely we've talked about going out and doing an infinity run. Um, and I need one because I've decided I want to go for my grill this year.
0: Uh, cool. Excellent. Tell, tell our listeners what an infinity run is again.
2: So the infinity run is a way to do multiple laps during the day. It's going to be, if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, it's a you start out on the 15k course and then throughout the day you do as many laps on the 5k and the 15 or the 15k as you can um ever feel free to interrupt me if i'm wrong on that
3: <laughs> that was good um <laughs> it's an opportunity for uh for people to run multiple laps try out both courses um, and if you are fast enough we do cut off the start line um later in the afternoon but if if you're doing fast enough you could do two laps of the 15k and a 5k or or uh maybe it's two three laps of the 5k and one of the 15 so kind of just whatever you're looking for as well um and as rachel said it plays into earning your holy grail as well
0: excellent very very cool um ever what what's coming up next what's going on in the tough Mudder world for the rest of the year
3: yeah, we currently have a team out in Twin Cities. That event is coming up next weekend. After that, we head off to Colorado where, uh, we're in Chicago. We're in Northern California. We have an event up in Toronto. Um, it's all leading towards the end of the year where we have our world's toughest mutter, which is our 24 hour endurance race. And then. We have two events to finish the year in the warmest parts of the country we could find in Florida and San Diego. And then we'll take a little break over Christmas and come back for our 2023 season. We're moving our event in Nashville to later in the year next year. Um,
2: I heard. I'm so excited.
3: <laughs> it's going to be September 30th and October 1st. If anyone wants to be looking, they jump on the websites. all there.
0: Wow. So tons of events for people to find, tons of events for Dave to sign up for, it sounds like.
3: Definitely, spread across the country, um, definitely the different terrains that he was speaking about. We go to, to national parks, we go to airports, we go to raceways, um, the, the Nashville event was in a farm, so definitely varied locations, um, different experience every time.
0: So cool. Well, we'd like to thank Dave, Rachel, and Everett for sharing their time and Tough mutter Nashville experience with our You Gotta Finish That audience. Congrats to all of you, and Dave, major props for finishing, plus a little bit extra that you did. Until next time, this is Annie Weiss. Be safe, be strong.